Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk scrapping woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. Guess what? You can now be featured on our podcast. We've got different packages to choose from listed on my new website, RebeccaHamiltonCo.com. Get your podcast or service noticed by advertising with us on our podcast. Reach our listeners and let us help you to increase your audience and your sales. I am super freaking excited because guess what? I just launched my book cover and title a few days ago. So now, guess what that means? I can openly talk about my book that's coming out soon without having to worry about giving anything away, which I am super excited about because that was really awkward and hard to do. Um, So Chad is going to do an interview style podcast with me today and ask me some questions about my book. And this is actually officially the first time I'll be freely talking about it. Well, the first time of many, I am sure. Awesome. Yeah, really excited about it. So uh, I get to interview you and grill you about, uh, you know, everything involved in this. So yeah, it should be fun. Just what I've always wanted in my (laughs) life, my husband to grill me and interview me. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So yeah, just to kick it off, why don't you tell everybody if if they don't know already, uh, what is the book called? Okay. Well, the book is called The Million Dollar Bakery. It's my story of how I turned my hobby of baking in my tiny apartment kitchen into a million dollar business and how you can turn any hobby into a million dollar business too. So it's a story about pursuing your passion and creating the life of your dreams. You can find the photo of the cover um, of my book on my Instagram account, which is at Rebecca at Check Boss Cake, or over on my new website where it has lots of information on my book. Um, and the website is RebeccaHamiltonCo.com. Awesome. Exciting. So I'm so excited. I'm really (laughs) nervous, but really excited. Absolutely. And so that's um, actually my first question. Mm. And, um, you know, there's a lot of vulnerability that went into writing something like this. And I know that, um, you know, obviously being your husband, I was alongside for this journey and this process that went on for, um, oh, it seemed like almost a year. But, um, and yeah, I mean, you were telling me that I couldn't read it uh, until you were done because you didn't want me to uh, persuade or skew any of the, the things that were happening in there. And That's right. um, I know you said it was really emotional uh, time doing it. So I want to know what was the toughest part about doing it? Yeah. So it was really hard. And 
I didn't want anybody else like reading the book or anything like that until I was actually done with it because I didn't want anybody's opinion to influence or change my mind about how my story should be written because it's my story and I know exactly what happened and what I went through and what I had to do in order to become successful and grow my business to over a million in sales. Um, So yeah, I mean, the whole process of it was hard because I was doing it alone because I chose to and I didn't want anybody's opinion involved. Um, But also, uh, I'm a very introverted person, which sometimes surprises people because I've been doing videos and I've been being really vulnerable and uncomfortable and putting myself into new and challenging situations. But yes, I am very much introverted person. Um, Generally, I'm a pretty private person, which you know, being my husband, that I'm pretty private person. Um, So the vulnerability part was extremely hard and putting my actual story into writing on paper Uh, was actually a lot harder than I had originally anticipated uh, because obviously I like know my story I lived it Um, but there's something about seeing like the actual words on paper and eventually sharing them with the world um, that really solidified things for me um, from my past and stuff like that so talking about old feelings and my darkest moments, knowing that other people are going to know the magnitude of that and how I was feeling um, is pretty uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable for anybody, let alone for a private introverted person. (laughs) Yeah, when you say um, you're private, obviously I know about you being your husband. And um, the one thing that was shocking for me is, um, you know, there was there was some things in there that I didn't even know about you. And we've been together over 10 years now. And yeah, uh, yeah, I was shocked at some of the stuff in there. I was like, Did that re- wow, really? Like that happened? And yeah, you haven't even shared some of the stuff with me. So I, even I learned some new things about you <laughs> as my wife for the first time in this book. So yeah, um, I commend you on, on opening up. And I know that definitely was not easy for you. No, definitely not. Um, thank you for that. And also, I just... I think that a lot of people, because I'm such a private person, like that speaks to itself that like we've been married and been together for 10 years and you didn't know some of the stuff in the book. And I know that means that nobody else will either, like, because I'm obviously the closest to you, you would know the most. And even like my closest friends probably have no idea so maybe they'll be interested to uh find out how I actually felt and what I actually went through and all that so so did you find that there was um like a healing element to to kind of get in that off your chest I I feel that there would have been to some degree yeah I mean I feel like probably just like writing a book I've heard other authors talk about this and say it before too about how writing a book is for yourself and for your own healing journey. And um, I don't know, it's a really creative process and a really creative way to have the healing element to it because you're finding, you know, 
different words and different ways to really explain how you felt in those times. And I think when you're put into that situation of trying to, you know, creatively write the story of your own life, I mean, naturally, there's definitely healing elements to it. And I think too, just sharing it with people and knowing that, you know, I will help people with my story and that some people will be able to see themselves in my story and certain elements of it, um, that I feel like that will be healing, you know, for other people too. Absolutely. And honestly, I, I can't imagine, um, what that must've been through to, to go through that. And, um, you know, like I said, even throughout the process, you're very private about, um, everything you're doing and you just kept plugging away. And, um, you know, I've seen how far you've grown over the years and, and how much more willing you are to, um, you know, put yourself out there, which I feel is, is super inspiring to a lot of people. I know it's inspiring to me, um, because I, like you said earlier, I'm you know the closest to you and, and I know how challenging that was. Um, for you to do things in, in social situations with, um, you know, pushing your introversion outside your element and, and, you know, doing these videos and doing all these things that are just really opening the door, um, you know, which is not, it's not easy because it'd be that much easier to just not do that. Mm -hmm. um, and, but as you and I both know, um, you know, if you're not doing stuff like that, you're not growing uh, and improving as a as a person so exactly um, yeah i'm really excited so great so let's get into it here so uh yeah so why did you for our listeners uh who don't know obviously i know the answer to this but why did you choose that name well um because i so i chose that name because i've always wanted to write a book but i wanted to have something monumental to write about and something tangible that would really show people that you can do anything. Um, and I feel like a huge major goal of most small businesses would be to hit a million in sales. I mean, that's the first, well, maybe not the first goal, but like that's like a big goal for most small businesses. Um, it definitely was for me. And, you know, it's not an easy achievement. And honestly, as a small business, when you start out, you don't even think that it's possible right? Like you don't think that that's even an achievable goal. Even if you want it, you just think that it's so far away and so ridiculous, especially, especially as a bakery. Okay. So, um, that's, that's what I felt the whole time and no part of it was easy at all. Um, obviously you were there for the whole thing. You can attest that it was a freaking challenge no every kidding. part of the way. It still is a challenge <laughs> yeah. as we grow and as we learn to grow past million yeah. in sales, right? Um, it was a lot of work and also a lot of cake, <laughs> like a mil of cake. <laughs> um, over a million in sales is a lot of freaking flour and eggs and sugar. It's a lot okay? of cake. It's a lot of happy people. A lot of happy people. Um, so when we officially hit the mark of our sales being over a million dollars in sales, I knew that it was my opportunity to write a book. Um, I felt it intuitively that I, it was the right time for me to do that. Um, and it's something that I'm personally really proud of achieving. So I just knew that it had to be part of my book's title. That's awesome. And I think it's really important for everybody to know that, um, you know, this book is so much more than just 
what we've done with the sales of our company. It, it mm-hmm. really gets into the um, you know the the nitty gritty of, of your entire background, um, you know your upbringing, the struggles as a uh, as mm-hmm. a youth, um, you know all these challenges and adversities that you had to overcome that um, I wouldn't wish upon anybody. And uh, yeah, you get into it, and and you had it's you know a lot of times in life you get to a point where you're going through these these challenges, and you can either go down that dark path like you said earlier um or you can turn it around into something positive and i just think it's so cool that um you know that you were able to do that and um yeah i'm excited for everybody to to read it because um even though i'm biased as your husband (laughs) a little bit biased (laughs) i think it's freaking awesome so i know everybody else will too awesome thank you cool so um to kind of elaborate a little bit further on that what is the overall gist of the book Yeah, so I like to say that while the title of the book sounds like, yay, success, and all happy and fun, um, the actual content of the book is more or less all the struggles and challenges um, that I faced both personally and professionally in my life. Um, It starts with unpacking all of my insecurities and getting super vulnerable about how I never felt smart enough or never knew what I wanted to do for a career for the rest of my life. Who can relate to that? Seriously. And it goes into how stupid I thought the idea of a bakery sounded and nobody's successful owning a bakery. And it talks about all the negative self-talk that I had that I feel like is really relatable to most people. And it talks about how the initial idea of my bakery started um, in a Tim Hortons parking lot of all things. Isn't that where all great ideas start? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it basically shares how I developed Bad ideas too. Sorry, that that joke took a long time to develop in my head. That was like way too Uh, long. It was too long, but it's still a joke. (laughs) Somebody laughed. Yeah, somebody, hopefully. (laughs) Um, Basically shares how I developed my bakery from nothing and grew it from there. Um, It shares some of the key lessons that I had to learn in order to scale my bakery to over a million in sales, which is great for anyone who wants to start a business or who already has one and wants to grow it substantially. Um, So while the book is based around my story and my lessons, um, it is very much about helping other people be able to achieve success in their own lives. Um, That's my main focus of the book is that um, by me sharing my stories and my key lessons that it will help to inspire and impact other people to be able to tangibly um, create those kinds of results in their own life and in their own business. So um, there's activities to complete throughout the process of the book um, after almost every chapter so that my readers can fully understand the key lessons that I learned um, that I'm sharing with them and implement them in their own lives and businesses to achieve their own success. That's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, and of course, because I've been there throughout the entire journey, like I, I hear you loud and clear. Like when we <clears throat> we started, I, I and there were so many years in the beginning too. And I, we were like, oh, this is, are we just doing this just cause? Like, this is stupid. You know, and, and yeah, I mean, isn't that so true to life where like, you know, there's always those people that just say, oh no, you'll never this. And you know, and the problem is so many times we listen to those people. Uh, and I know even in the beginning, like I'd listen to, 
you know, my family or whatever saying stuff like not necessarily about the business, but just other things in my life. And you oh, know, like I our relationship. Always, yeah. Yeah. A relationship. <laughs> That's for another podcast. Um, yeah. Family drama. I'm sure everybody oh, yeah. will tune into that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, uh, but no, that's, it's so true. Right. And I feel like whenever you start hearing stuff, um, you know, from family, from friends that are just trying to, trying to bring you, that should be your guiding factor in doing and the not opposite. listening and doing, doing the, the opposite. opposite yeah and saying okay because they said i couldn't do it like let me show you and i know a big motivator for me and i know for you too is um you know when people say you can't do it um watch me watch right me. and um <laughs> i think that's so cool when when people you know and it's not to be um you know vengeful no um, it's not to be negative about it but it's so cool when you can turn that type of um, you know, animosity into such a positive light and then, you know, show them and prove them wrong. And I, that's totally. always been a huge motivator for me in my life. Um, you know, back to what you're saying when you thought oh, I wasn't smart enough or I wasn't good enough or all these negative um, connotations that happen in your head, in our heads all the time. And just to kind of challenge that and then prove yourself wrong. And it makes you feel awesome about yourself when you end up being like, yeah, you just start gaining this level of confidence. And yeah. Um, yeah, if you can inspire anybody young, old, um, doesn't matter to, to just really push through and, and, uh, and not make those excuses. And I think you laid out perfectly in there. And once again, I'm super excited for it to be released. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's keep it rocking and rolling here. All right. So, uh, yeah, what do we got next here? I got, uh, what was the hardest part of writing this book for you? Yeah. So the hardest part, um, I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, but as an introverted, generally private person, the vulnerability was definitely the hardest part. So like I said, writing mm -hmm. the actual story on paper, um, is very different than, you know, I lived through it already, obviously, and I'm at a completely different, like state of mind and a different, you know, part of my life where I feel so far from that person that I once was and the life that I once lived that it, it almost feels like I was writing someone else's story, which was a weird feeling. <laughs> it's crazy, right? right? I can yeah. only imagine. Yeah. And I think people that read it too will be surprised because I mean, a lot of people only know me as the person that I am today, which is a really positive, you know, happy, bright and colorful person, which is kind of the opposite of who I was back then. So <laughs> far from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I hope a lot of people and I not hope I know a lot of people are going to really re relate and, and resonate with that type of, um, you know, struggle. Um, we all face mm -hmm. it. And, um, like I said, when I read it, when, when you had finished it and I'm like, holy crap, like, are you serious? Like you had told me you had some struggle, um, uh, but I didn't know the extent of it. Sure. I was involved, um, you know, with it, with you in the beginning of our relationship, but not, um, from a childhood perspective and different things you faced. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and as you say, I, I can only imagine it's like, it's one thing to kind of put it on paper and, and or to think about it or talk about it when you actually get it out there to the public and this is public information and you're opening your heart and your soul. And, um, yeah, it'd be so much easier to not do that. And that's, what's so 100%. cool about, um, <laughs> you know, being vulnerable and, and trying to inspire people is, um, is just willing to do those things that you know are like, yeah, okay, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be it now. So what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Like it's a weird feeling that this once I keep saying to people when they ask me about my book, like what's the weirdest feeling about it or whatever it's be the weirdest thing is that 
once it's out there it's out there for like ever <laughs> you know what i mean once you publish a book it's like available forever yeah you so can't be weird. like can i just like um take that off the shelf there can i just like I just, delete like, it all you can't delete possibly, it you or... can't it's on people's bookshelves like i mean it's <laughs> out there it's a weird weird feeling <laughs> that's awesome Good yeah it's amazing um so yeah what is something that people do not know about you um, well, I've been pretty open and vocal about the fact that uh, I moved out to live on my own at the age of 16, which is also when I dropped out of high school. And I was homeless for a period of time because I felt that anywhere was better than being at home for me at the time. Um, my childhood was pretty rough and filled with a lot of chaos and uncertainty. Um, so I felt like I needed to c take control of my own life and, you know, follow and make my own path at a young age. So, I mean, I feel like that's something that maybe not everybody knows about me. And I feel like people are surprised to know that, you know, I dropped out of school when I was 16 and then went to build a freaking million dollar bakery. <laughs> It sounds no weird and to like, me to say that. So so what would you say are some things that you're really grateful for having went through that as negative as it was? Yeah. So like like any experience, I mean, you can either go in, you know, a positive direction with it or you can, you know, recoil and go into a negative, you know, and go down a negative path path with it. And I feel like I've chose to always make the best of things and always try to look for lessons in hard situations. And, you know, this, I mean, obviously it was really hard going through those things, but, you know, looking back now, I definitely know for sure that I would not be the person I am today had I not gone through that and had I not you know, grew up with the, the chaos and all of the, the hard stuff that I had to go through, I would not be, there's no way I wouldn't, I just feel like I wouldn't have had what it takes to, to do the business thing. It's freaking hard. Like, yeah. And I just knowing you as my wife, like, I feel like the biggest, um, you know, personality trait that you gained and formulated through all this was, was this like, unreal level of confidence uh, that I feel like a lot of people struggle with. Um, yes. And um, so why don't you tell our listeners like what, like how that helped to really um, strengthen that skill for you? Yeah, I think that, you know, women in general struggle a lot with confidence just based on, I don't know, like society telling them that they should be a certain way or look a certain way, or there's just a lot of weird stuff out there that is stupid crap <laughs> um but i think that the confidence piece for me is probably my one of my number one strengths and it comes from um you know relying on myself at a very young age and overcoming challenges on my own by myself i didn't have a lot of support when I was younger um, to lean on for challenging situations. Like, and I was facing, you know, I had to fricking buy bus tickets to get around or walk. Like, I, 
exorbitant amounts of, of kilometers to get places because I couldn't afford bus tickets. Um, and just budgeting your, you know, grocery dollars when you're 16, like a lot of, like a lot of things I had to face at a really young age that most people don't have to face until they're like 25, you know what I mean? Or even older sometimes. So I think that, you know, overcoming all of those things and figuring all those things out on my own at a really young age really taught me that. I may not have all the answers all of the time. And in fact, I don't half the time. I don't know what I'm doing. And the confidence comes from my ability and my resilience to figure it out. Like you can literally figure anything out. That's in my book as well. <laughs> um, so just my self-reliance is what develops my confidence level, you know? So, and I know that it's something a lot of people struggle with. I talk about confidence um, in my book and how important it is. There's a whole chapter on confidence in my book. And because it comes so natural to me, I just, I'm really passionate about helping other women develop it and, you know, step into their uh, confidence too. Yeah, it's so cool. And I always admired that, um, you know, that about you. And, um, you know, myself, like I've struggled with confidence for a greater part of my life and, um, you've really helped yeah. me with that. And, um, you were a really yeah. big people pleaser when I first met That's you. That's right. Absolutely. I had no desire to please people. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, right? A lot of people are like that. And yeah, you know, it's it is because a... people pleasers typically have that type of, um, you know, personality where they just love, um, you know, kind of being around people and, um, you know, they, they have that, um, you know, sense of wanting to fill that void with, um, you know, their happiness tied with other people's well-being and happiness. And totally. it's such a terrible way to live. And, and I remember when you taught me that and you're like, you can't, you know, it's just like you're, you're on a, um, on a treadmill with that a hamster type of, wheel, a hamster wheel. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just, it never gets you anywhere long term. And I remember when you told me that and you're like, you have to like, you know, think about yourself first and then conduct yourself in, you know, a way that is just who, like how you are and how you should be regardless of yes. you know, how it impacts other people. And cause you attract um, better people that way too, right? Yeah. You attract people that are more aligned with you and your values and who you actually are, as opposed to trying to fake it. And then you feel miserable cause you're trying to fake it to yep. be friends with these people and you know, it sucks. Yeah. And I just think it's so cool. And, um, you know, I, I love that you've helped me so much with that. And I feel like you're going to help so many people, um, you know, in this book and with everything else you got going on. And, and yeah, I mean, if you can be confident and you can have that level of self-esteem that you're, um, you know, really excited to wake up in the morning and, and you just conduct your day regardless of what's happening. And you just, you, yeah. you walk with a sense of swagger or a girl boss power, I guess, would be the female version of swagger. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the truth right there. Yeah. And I mean, it, like business in general, I mean, you need to have confidence like it. I can't tell you how uncomfortable, like even as a confident person, it is extremely uncomfortable for me to be creative and artistic and create, you know, these cakes or these desserts or these cool milkshakes with stuff on top of them. Um, like I consider that like my work of art. So creating that and putting that out in the, to the world for other people to, you know, have share their opinion on, or they like it or they don't like it. 
um, you know, that's really hard even as a confident person. So I can imagine how much, you know, business owners or entrepreneurs would struggle if they had confidence, confidence issues in addition to that too. So, yeah, like it's huge. And because there's so many times and we've encountered this, um, in our business where we have to make decisions that, I mean, if you're a people pleaser, like you're, you're going to be out of business, right? And yeah. if I didn't have you throughout those situations, um, those challenges that we face, I mean, I would have made the worst decisions and, and typically I would make them and you'd be like, well, no, we're not going to do that because that doesn't, <laughs> and I'm like, well, what about Susie? You know, she needs, uh, I feel like Susie's our go-to. Yeah. Once it's again, a good we undercover have never employed name. anyone named Susie. Okay. So I, maybe that's why I use that as the yeah. undercover name. If we do, um, we'll have to change the name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not you, Susie. Yeah. The old Susie. The old Susie. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, there was so many times and, and you always said, no, this is the comp, this is the right, this may be the harder decision, yeah. Um, but it is the right decision. And I love when you taught me that it's like, make the confident harder decision as mm-hmm. opposed to the non-confident easier decision. Exactly. Um, and I love that because it's so much easier to not do that. And, um, yeah, I mean, when you, when you do that, it, yeah, it sucks initially. Yeah. Um, but you know, in the weeks and months that follow you, you, and I always love that about you. We look back and I go, yeah, like that decision that you made that I was like, are you sure we should really do that? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like we're going down together. Um, and then yeah, five years later, look back and I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. And I can't believe that, you know, here we are five years later and that like I would, we'd still make that decision today. Right. Um, and yeah, that is that not confidence. I mean, I don't know what is right. So, yeah. um, And that, like I said before, like that came from me having to make those really hard, you know, adult decisions as a child, as a child, you know what I mean? Like even before I moved out at 16, obviously, you know, my childhood is rough and everything like that. So I had to still make, you know, decisions for myself at that Mm -hmm. point. And I just learned that the only person I could really trust and rely on was myself. So that's how my decision-making skills grew. And then I developed, you know, the, the foundation of my own personal values as I got older and learned that, you know, any decision you make, if it's rooted in integrity and honesty and the general good and kindness of everybody, then it's the right decision. So... So good. So good. All right. Last question I got for you. Why did you write the book? Okay. Well, to be honest, I have always loved writing. So I had started, I had started writing blogs on my blog um, over the past couple of years. And I really enjoyed that. Um, I've, I've honestly always just really loved writing in general. And I've always wanted to actually write a book, but I wanted it to be inspirational and impactful and to be able to add value and help people um, in their lives. So I didn't want to just write, you know, I don't know, a romance novel or something. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think I'd be that good at that. I'm not a very romantic person. Uh. (laughs) No. He says, my husband says, no, I'm not. (laughs) Okay. Uh Oh, retraction. Um, no, but like, I, I just, I wanted to be able to add like actual value to people's lives. And I just felt like this was the right time and the right topic. Um, and you know, I'm really passionate about business and 
about helping other, you know, women in business and entrepreneurs. And it's just really my passion. So my hopes with my book is that people will read all my struggles and be able to relate to the feelings that I've had and felt um, and that they'll also be able to push through those feelings and overcome their personal struggles to achieve the life of their dreams the same way that I did. So I want to, you know, teach people and show people and actually, well, I feel like I'm setting an example for people that your past doesn't define you and you need to stop letting your excuses hold you back from creating the life of your dreams, like quite literally. (laughs) So that's why I decided to write this book. And, you know, as hard as it was, I really enjoy the writing process. And I hopefully will look forward to writing more books in the future. Oh, awesome. And I guess to end it off here, when will the book be available? Oh, that's a good question. That's the burning question that everybody has. So right now at this point, um, I had just finished approving the final interior design layout of the book. So basically what the inside of the book is going to look like, the font, the text, all of that stuff. Um, So that's pretty much approved. And now the next step is for the final proofread um, from my publisher. So they're going to, I don't know, probably takes like a couple weeks to do the final proofread of that. And then I will have a set date for when it will be available. So I'm hoping within the next few months or so. Cool. Exciting. Well, I know that this is going to be um, life changing for so many people. Um, You know, I know all this stuff that uh, when I read it, you know, I I sat there and I read it start to finish the day you finally let me do this. You were the um, only person to date who has read my book. Only one. And I'm telling you right now, I definitely am biased because I am. But it's not even the, the case because it was amazing. And you had to keep saying, are you sure? Is it really good? Should well, I add I'm a, anything? And I'm like, I'm no, a perfectionist, like, this is amazing, right? And an artist. And I'm very critical of my own work. So <laughs> I know you are. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it's so funny throughout the years of our relationship. There's so many times where you would, what do you think? Like, could it be any better? It'd be like the most ridiculously creative, like cake or yeah. ridiculously creative, like piece of art or photography or anything. And I'm just like, what do you mean can you add anything like that is like blowing my mind right now um and artists uh, are the most critical of their (laughs) own work okay so when you see people putting out their art please do not criticize it because they are already their worst their own worst critic okay so (laughs) it's crazy right so yeah i know and i just remembered i read it back and i'm like this is so good. And I was checking every chapter. I'm like, so good. Wish I had nothing. What nothing? And you're thinking, oh, is there anything? I'm like, no. Like there's like the only piece would be like some grammatical thing. And I'm like, well, the editor's just gonna deal with that anyway. So Well, yeah, I mean I, I another part of my crazy story is that I actually wrote a book. Like I, I literally dropped out of high school at sixteen and I wrote a book. So what like, does how that cool say? Is that? How cool is that? <laughs> I feel like if I can do all these weird, crazy things, then I feel like that gives hope to other people too, you know? Hundred percent. So yeah, I'm super excited. I know our listeners are really excited. Um, So stay tuned. Follow social media for updates. Uh, It's going to come out in the next uh, couple months, we're hoping. So uh, yeah, we're excited to share it with the world. 
Super excited. I am so excited to share it with everybody and finally get it out there to the public as nervous as I am, but I'm also very excited. So as always, thanks for listening to my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk with me, your host, Rebecca Hamilton, owner and creator of Chick Boss Cake. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Hit me up on social media. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake or Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton. And you can visit my new brand website, which is www.rebeccahamiltonco.com to get more information on the book launch and the date. And today is a great day to make greatness happen and turn your ordinary life into something extraordinary. Start creating the life of your dreams today.